Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is in your life today. And here we are. It's a Wednesday night, a Wednesday evening. Or by the time you listen to this, maybe after you wake up, it'll be Thursday morning. Whichever floats your boat, nonetheless. And during the day, I thought to myself, what in the hell do I want to talk about today? I feel like I've overexpent myself with the whole Batman joining the Flashpoint news and everything else been going on with the Justice League and the Snyder Cut and everything else. Instead of beating a dead horse to a bloody pulp, I'm sure that's the old saying, there's got to be something that Marvel is doing. You know, just give it a little bit of a chance. Let them have the spotlight for a bit. And it turns out, literally, today, we got a trailer for Marvel's Avengers, the video game, the threat of Modok, Modok's threat to be exact. That's what we're going to talk about today. Now, I have to admit, I really don't know too much about Modok. What? A superhero nerd like you? A comic book nerd like you, like me, doesn't know much about Modok? Shocking, I know, right? But I'm going to be honest, I don't know too much about Modok. I know a lot of people don't know too much about Modok, but I'm pretty much doing this episode based on the trailer that I've seen, what I think is going to happen. And hopefully, it'll be entertaining in some way. Do I think it's going to be great like Marvel Spider-Man that just came out last year? Uh, no. But Square Enix is also part of this game. So, I'm sure this holds to merit. That's what we're going to be talking about today. All that, plus our supervillain quote of the day and a few reminders. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get our shoutouts out of the way, shall we? The shout-out once again goes to Doom Patrol Season 2. By the time you're listening to this, they will feature their three episodes tomorrow, June 25th on HBO Max or the DC Universe streaming service. They will shoot out and give out the first three episodes, Doom Patrol Season 2. If you haven't seen Season 1 yet, what the hell are you waiting for? Go and enjoy the show. I spoke about it before a few weeks ago and how I'm excited for Doom Patrol. It is one of the best shows I've ever seen. It's wacky, it's weird, it's stupid, it's fucking awesome. It's everything in a blender and all that and more. Go watch Doom Patrol Season 2 tomorrow. Set your calendars down and maybe we can have a discussion or maybe you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter, OTC Volume 2, of course, and you can tell me what you liked about the show thus far. Shout out to Doom Patrol Season 2. I can't fucking wait but now that we got that shout out of the way let's dive into some marvel avengers the modok threat and that starts right in a bit
You know, I was really trying my hardest and my absolute best to not watch a trailer, especially for an upcoming movie or an upcoming game. And the reason why I want to do that is because for the simple fact that I never really like to spoil myself, especially when it comes to upcoming movies, shows, games, or whichever. I just don't like spoilers, period. I don't like me knowing what may happen because I'm of the opinion that when a studio or a gaming company or whoever it is that is in charge of marketing will just put too much in the trailer. And in a particular way, that's what I felt like with the trailer that was released today. Right away, right off the bat, you set the stage for the main character, Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel. Now, particularly, I don't know why she, out of all people, is going to be the main character, but I'm sure it has something to do with the Avengers or Disney in general wanting to spread a little bit more diversity for us. They want to represent a little bit more diversity. They want to represent on the fact that, yes, we have a Muslim superhero and she's in the game. She is the main character of the game. Therefore, it will in turn bring other people to come to us and play as her and enjoy what she can do, what her powers are, and so on and so forth. There's nothing wrong with that. And for people that may think that I have a problem with that, I don't really have a problem with it whatsoever, as long as it fits the story. And after the trailer has happened, I believe I think I know where the story is going to be. So, spoilers for the trailer. If you didn't watch the trailer, please go and watch it on YouTube right now. It's common knowledge now, and here we go. So, right away, you pretty much have the Avengers doing something wrong as always. They either destroyed something or they fucked something up so badly that they had to disassemble, they had to separate, they pretty much had to go their separate ways. And now, MODOK, which stands for the mechanized organism designed only for killing, which apparently he's now killing and hunting anyone that has a superpower. He's calling them inhumans. He's using his company AIM to hunt them down and take them out one by one. So just from the trailer, you can pretty much guarantee that he wants a world without powers, a world without superheroes, a world that is completely clean, basically. Now, that's an interesting concept, considering the fact that a lot of my friends that are way more hardcore nerds than I am loves fucking MODOK. They believe that he's one of the best villains fucking ever. And now that he's in this game, I actually get to see more in terms of what this guy is about. So in continuing on with the trailer, Kamala Khan, or Miss Marvel to be exact, I'm going to call her Miss Marvel from now on. Miss Marvel is now on the hunt. She is now on the path to reassemble the Avengers together. Now you get a few turmoils, you get Tony Stark and Bruce Banner possibly fighting each other, which I'm sure that's an Easter egg for the Avengers Part 2 Age of Ultron. I'm pretty sure that was a direct reference to that. And you got everybody else coming together, and they have to band together to stop MODOK and his evil plans. Very poetic, so to speak, if you truly think about it. But now, judging from the trailer, you can actually see that the graphics look good, 
there's probably going to be some co-op play. If you play the demo in some capacity, which I have, you can actually play as each character, I'm sure, as the story progresses, which is actually good in terms of campaign story mode. Although, I have to talk briefly about that. For some odd reason, I feel like you're not going to have as much fluidity in this game like you did with Spider-Man and a few of the other games that came before them, especially when it comes to Square Enix. And the reason why I say that is because, for some odd reason, when I was playing the demo last year at Comic-Con, I seemed either too stiff or I was bound by the situation that was going on around me. And I believe that is the main purpose of the game. But for me, when it comes to you being a particular superhero, no matter who you have, whether you're flying like Iron Man, or flying with your hammer like Thor, or stretching out like Miss Marvel, or whoever it is may be, I would assume that you would have a lot more fluidity in order to ensure that you get to move around as much as you can anywhere you go. Batman was one of the main examples of this because you get to go fucking anywhere in the entire map and of course like I just said Spider-Man is also a part of it but for some odd reason even though I only played the demo I just felt too constricted I felt too cramped and I don't know if that's going to be a disservice to the game but at the same time it was a demo so all I know is I could be completely wrong maybe there is more than meets the eye but that's just me on a personal matter when it comes to the demo. So, continuing on with the trailer, we pretty much know what MODOK wants. We pretty much knows what Miss Marvel's goal is. Now, we have to see if for any reason there are going to be other villains that's going to be introduced. Maybe a lot more Easter eggs that pertains to the movies. Maybe there could be a sequel bait that can go on with the next game if this game is actually successful. I'm sure if you're a Square Enix person or if you're a Marvel person like me, if you're any one of these categories, you're going to get the game no matter what. You're going to get the game no matter what. You're going to play it. You're going to enjoy it. You're going to have a bunch of fun with it. And chances are there's going to be some DLC, some content, and there's going to be some new stuff, some skins. It's going to have you buy some kind of definitive edition. Maybe you can unlock new characters. You can unlock new skins. You can unlock so many other shit that's going on. But I'm guessing what one of my main concerns, aside from the fluidity constricting type of thing, I guess one of my main concerns is when Spider-Man was made by Insomniac Games and Batman was made by Rocksteady, Square Enix really doesn't have a whole, let's say, they don't really have a good track record in order to make a great game the way and how it's supposed to be. In other words, what are Square Enix's main games when it comes to mind? You can think of Kingdom Hearts. You can think of maybe Final Fantasy. I'm sure Final Fantasy belongs to Square Enix. Yes, yes they do. Yes, yes they do, absolutely. I mean, do you remember playing Final Fantasy 15? The gameplay was awesome, don't get me wrong. The gameplay was awesome, but the story mode... I mean... They were going through some heavy, heavy production problems behind the scenes. There was one guy that actually made 
a complete video on it. I can't remember his name, and I really wish that I remembered his name. But if you go to everything wrong, I'm not talking about gaming sins, but if you go with why Final Fantasy 15 was bad or what was wrong with Final Fantasy 15, you'll see tons of YouTubers and tons of people that actually make a whole shitload of content in terms of what the main problems were with the game. And if that wasn't convincing enough, what about Kingdom Hearts 3? Ten years after the sequel, and Kingdom Hearts 3 was basically a set of minigames. <laughs> My dog is barking just now. I'm going to have to see what's up when I finish this. Anyway, let me continue on. So with Kingdom Hearts 3, we've been waiting so long for the game, and then we finally get it, and for some odd reason, the story mode just wasn't what it needed to be. It was just a concise compilation of mini-games with a story towards the end that was completely rushed. My point is this. Square Enix, as of late, doesn't have a good track record when it comes to storytelling, great storytelling, within their games. And because Square Enix is now part and is actually partially responsible in making Marvel's Avengers that's coming out in September... I'm very, very skeptical in terms of how this game is going to play out. I am. I'm going to be honest. I am. The villain could be awesome. The characters could be great. Graphics are good. The soundtrack and the fighting styles. Fluidity problems, maybe by the time the game comes out, will be fixed. But if the story is not how it's supposed to be, then... It's pretty much going to be nothing more than a shadow of its former self. Especially when it comes to the games before then that belongs to Marvel. So, as of right now, we'll wait and see what happens. If you don't know, the game comes out September 4th, 2020. You can try to pre-order it now for the PS4. Chances are it's going to be coming out for the PS5 towards the ending of the year. If I'm proven wrong and the game is awesome and the game is exciting, more power to us. And we can believe the hype. If not, then I really don't know what else to say. That's all I gotta say about that. That's all we have for tonight on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear, continue to subscribe, continue to share, and continue to listen to all of my episodes, if you like, on Spotify or Stitcher. Outside the Comics Volume 2, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, if you want to have a discussion with me about anything coming up relating to superheroes or comic book content, hit me up on OTC Volume 2 on Instagram or Twitter. Once again, once I have 50 subscribers, 50 followers on Spotify, I will give away free art to three lucky winners. How will you be chosen? You can just hit me up, maybe tell me a story, a funny story about a comic book stuff that you like, maybe something that involves you and a comic book hero, something funny, something interesting, or maybe you just want to talk. It's all good. Communicate with me and I'll communicate with you. That's how it's supposed to be. It's my way of saying thank you. It's my way of saying giving back. Let's keep this ball rolling. Now, before we end this night off, let's go to our supervillain quote of the day. And this one is from the main star himself. The game is all about MODOK. They once called me MODOK, but I'd rather be killing than computing.
And all I gotta say is, if you really are a big bad motherfucker that many people claim you are, even though you're just sitting in a chair with your mind control powers or whatever the hell it is you do, we're gonna take you down September 4th, 2020. That's right. I'm calling you out, Modoc. I'm calling you out. Tune in Friday night where we will talk more about comic book related news content. And if there's nothing else going on, then maybe I can do a looking back episode considering I haven't done it in a while. But if something is going on, remember, if you hear about it and we read about it, I talk about it. Continue to be safe out there. Till next time, I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.